Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to discuss Venus retrograde, the significance of Venus retrograde, and which area of life this will likely impact for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Keep in mind that I'm going to be relatively brief on this podcast. I don't anticipate this podcast to be very long, and if you want to learn a little bit more about Venus retrograde, I talked about it a little bit. I spoke about it in the December horoscope that published right before this one. And of course, on my Patreon account, patreon.com slash astrology now podcast, I go into much more depth into how these transits may impact each of the 12 signs. So that is a resource as well. But again, I will speak briefly about which area of life this will impact each of the signs. So another warning <laughs> before we get started, I do study the Vedic sidereal system of astrology. So if you are familiar with the Western tropical system, the signs that I use in this podcast are not going to be correct. The sidereal system of astrology uses the astronomical precise placement of the planets at any given moment in time. And it is going to be different than Western astrology in that way. If you want to calculate your birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to calculate your birth chart. <sighs> I always feel like after I do the introductions, I need to sit here and take a few deep breaths. <laughs> Sometimes I can talk really fast. If you've ever taken... Um, like a class with me in astrology lab or even if you talk to me in person sometimes I can like get on this roll and I have to pause and like pant and breathe I know on these podcasts I usually take it slow but it's like an active practice to slow myself down I actually speak pretty fast the majority of the time I wonder what astrological placement causes that <laughs> I mean I know but you all are welcome to speculate um I'm just sitting here with my cat and it's kind of a chilly day in Austin, and I'm actually recording this several days before it is meant to release, which I don't usually do. I usually wait until last minute. I'm trying to make it a practice to do things well in advance, um, which, I, which I've typically and historically been that way, but I kind of fell off the wagon. So hopping back on the wagon, getting things done well in advance. It feels really, really good. And I am ready to talk about Venus retrograde with you all. And so Venus is a personal planet. And it's really important to keep that in mind, because that means that the activity of Venus is going to have such a profound impact on us. And Venus retrogrades once every two years. So it's not super often that Venus goes retrograde, and it also stays in retrograde for a, a pretty good amount of time. Um, in my experience, and from just observation and study, we all tend to really feel it when Venus goes retrograde. <laughs> and I think that a big part of that is because it is a social planet, it does retrograde least often, and it impacts our intimacy, our relationships. And of course, Venus is also going to be diplomacy, just how we interact with people, how we find harmony with people. So when things are out of whack, it's not easy to overlook, and it usually impacts us a little bit more deeply. You know, I mean, like Mercury retrograde, okay, things go awry, things break, 
break, you move on, you move forward, you practice patience. But when stuff is happening in your intimate life or with people around you, that tends to really um, touch people in a deeper way if you if you see what I'm saying. So we all tend to really feel it when Venus goes retrograde. So Venus will retrograde from December 19th until January 29th. So Venus will begin retrograding on December 19th in the sign of Capricorn. Venus will retrograde back into Sagittarius on December 29th. And then Venus will finally direct in Sagittarius on January 29th. So again, from December 19th until January 29th, this is when Venus will be retrograding. If you have any planets from two degrees, 19 minutes of Capricorn to about 16 degrees of Sagittarius, this may impact you a little bit more. And so just a reminder of what Venus is the Karka for. And so Karka is significator of. So Venus is the significator or the Karka of love, romance, intimacy. It's also going to be the planet of financial matters, material life, our income, wealth. Of course, it's going to have to do with comforts. As I was mentioning, Venus also has to do with our ability to create harmony with others, to be diplomatic. Venus is a guru. Okay, we always associate Jupiter with the guru, which Jupiter is. Venus is also like the priest. Okay, so Venus has a lot of the, this guru energy. So Venus also has a lot to do with our values. So this is really important to keep in mind as well. And so whenever a planet goes retrograde, it's turning backwards. And remember that when a planet is retrograde, it's not literally turning backwards. It's like an optical illusion. It appears to be moving backwards. And so in Sanskrit, the word for retrograde is vakri. And vakri literally means twisted or crooked, but it can also mean like ambiguous and not direct, like indirect, I should say. And so there's kind of this warped energy that comes with retrograde. So it changes the way that we perceive things. It changes the way that we interact with things. It almost turns things and again, twists things. And so typically when we hear about retrograde from me and probably from many other astrologers, retrograde is a period of time where it's wise to practice anything that begins with R-E. So revising, revisiting, redoing, renewing, recommitting, <laughs> reconstructing, reevaluating, just a time of going back and looking at things. It's a time of internalization. And so for each of the planets, it's going to be an auspicious time to do certain things. And for Venus specifically, it's going to be along the lines of what Venus represents, like we were talking about earlier. And so finances, you know, the material world, how we manage our income, how we manage our wealth, that could certainly be a possibility. It could also be around the lines of our diplomacy and our harmony. And I think that this is something that we'll be seeing more of globally. I think that 
because Venus is experiencing this warped nature that we will see struggles to harmonize. We'll find struggles to agree. We'll find struggles in finding diplomacy. In our own personal life, yeah, it's possible. You know, those things may come up, but now that we're aware of it, we don't necessarily have to succumb to it. We just have to remind ourselves to be a little bit more diplomatic, to to work a little bit harder for harmony. It's not impossible to achieve harmony in this time. It's just going to be a little bit more difficult. But it could also be a time of looking at what diplomacy means to us, what harmony means to us. What do we need to feel that our lives are fair, that our relationships are fair, that what is happening in the connections around us feel that each individual involved is being treated fairly and appropriately. It could also be like something at work. You know, are you being treated fairly at work? Do you need to stand up for yourself? Is your coworker not being treated fairly? Um, just look at your relationships and your networks and let it be an opportunity to see what's going on. And there may be lessons in those connections for you, again, around fairness or around justice, around um, harmony. And of course, Venus is also going to be our values. As I was mentioning earlier, Jupiter has a lot to do with our values and our belief system. Venus has somewhat to do with our values. So there may be issues around our values getting tested. Maybe with values, diplomacy, and harmony all interconnected. Is it fair? Is it right? Um, could also have to do with beauty and decor. I've mentioned this, I believe, on Patreon. It may be a time, actually, it may have been the December horoscope, but there may be something around redecorating or making something um, remodeled or a, a makeover, that type of energy as well. Overwhelmingly, Venus retrograde is usually going to impact the intimate relationships. So if you are not in a relationship, it could be that it's a time of reviewing what intimacy means to you, what you need out of intimacy, again, what your boundaries are in intimacy. It could definitely be that thoughts of exes come back up. You could be reminiscing, thinking about things from the past. Exes could literally come back into your life. It could be that you reconnect with someone from the past or you even meet someone who feels like it's a past life experience. If you are in a relationship, it could still do all of those things. <laughs> there could be someone from the past who creeps back in. You could connect with someone who feels like a past life connection. It can also bring up issues from the past in relationships. So if there's been like an emotional fender bender or <laughs> like a little road bump that y'all have moved through together and it got kind of, you know, set aside and forgotten about, it may kind of rear its head and ask you to revisit it and mend it. There may be these little emotional hiccups that haven't been completely resolved that creep back in and demand your attention. Um, you can just find yourself being, because this may impact the harmony and diplomacy as is, you may just find that there are a few arguments. You may find that there um, is a little bit more tension, but all of that is completely manageable and workable. It's nothing worth getting upset about. I mean, I'm a Cancer Ascendant, and so Venus is going to be retrograding in my seventh house of relationships with Saturn and Pluto. And I'm not freaked out. 
you know, it may it may bring up some problems, there may be some issues from the past, there may be some arguments, but I'm totally willing to work on those things. And it's going to be just fine. So <laughs> don't let any of this freak you out. It's the mentality of it. And it's just to be a little extra aware. And honestly, I really love Venus retrograde for this reason, because the way that I think about things, if there are underlying issues that are not addressed, even if we don't know them consciously, they may be working their ways into other areas of our life. So it's helpful for those things to get brought up to the surface. It just depends on how willing we are to work on them, you know, and hopefully we're all willing. Um, and that's up to you. Maybe you're not willing. Maybe it's time to do something else, which leads me into my next topic. It's not the best time to get into a relationship because Venus's qualities are warped. So someone may come in, it may feel really compelling. There may be something really karmic about the connection. It's not the best time to put a label on anything. I'm not saying not to continue seeing that person or to continue day or continue communicating. Just try not to put a label on anything or solidify anything. Wait until Venus goes direct. Same thing. If you're in a relationship and you're thinking about ending that relationship, I wouldn't recommend finalizing the breakup until after Venus goes retrograde. But, you know, there are people right now who I know who are going through pretty intense relationship stuff. And so I just want to give you all the heads up that that may amplify. There may be more relationship issues coming to the forefront. There may be issues that are demanding your attention and may even demand your decision, you know. And so this is a time for you to really slow down and internalize and ask yourself what you want and just give yourself space and give yourself time. And again, reestablish what it is that you want and need within yourself. Try not to rush yourself on any type of decision, because things may feel passionate and they may feel heated and it may feel like you need to do something. If it's imperative to make a decision that's different but if it's possible to slow things down I really do recommend doing that the other thing that I'll say is that Venus will be in Capricorn for a lot of its retrograde especially I mean all of December pretty much Venus is going to be retrograding in Capricorn and Saturn and Pluto are also sitting in Capricorn so Capricorn is a sign of hard work and effort and commitment and stability and security. Saturn is the same, right? Saturn is discipline, <laughs> hard work. Uh, Saturn is also incredibly karmic. So it can bring like hard earned lessons can also bring restriction. But on the beautiful side, it can bring the commitment and it can bring the stability, which we love. Uh, Venus and Saturn are also historically friends, you know. Pluto, of course, is more controlling and it can be a little bit more explosive. So we do want to be mindful of power struggles in relationship. We want to be mindful of controlling behavior, rather it be from ourselves or our partners. And we also, it's, it's a wonderful time to contemplate what we need long term. It's like thinking about the future and what you want out of the future. It's a good time to focus on like the long term vision of what you have for your own life and what your intimacy looks like there as well. 
The final thing I'll talk about is Uttara Ashada, and then we'll get into how this will impact each of the 12 signs. So Uttara Ashada is a nakshatra that's between Sagittarius and Capricorn. Uttara Ashada is ruled by the sun, and it's the final nakshatra ruled by the sun. So it's kind of like the ultimate pinnacle <laughs> of solar energy and the sun is really ethical and it's really virtuous you know and there's this great deal of soul that's associated to the sun as well the symbol for Uttara Ashada is the elephant tusk which of course represents strength and the ability to overcome enemies overcome obstacles there's this connection to Ganesh with Uttara Ashada which is of course the removal of obstacles and Uttara Ashada is really connected to building foundations building something greater for the future so all of that being said it's just kind of like reaffirming what we've already discussed right? It's, it's planning ahead. It's laying a foundation and reviewing what hasn't been working in these various areas of your life. And even if you're, if you're not in a relationship, it could still be around how you relate with other people and what your connections look like, your, your closer connections with your dear friends or with your colleagues and things like that. Um, and of course, this nakshatra is all about overcoming enemies and having the strength to overcome enemies. So this is a really positive time for working through those conflicts, for working through obstacles, rather it be with an intimate partner or within ourselves. And Libra and Taurus are really going to be feeling this. I should say Libra, Taurus, Capricorn, Cancer, because um, this is like where Capricorn and Cancer, because obviously Venus is moving through Capricorn, it would be aspecting Cancer, and then Venus rules Taurus and Libra. So your first house ruler is also going retrograde. So for all of my beautiful Libra and Taurus risings or Libra and Taurus moons, you may feel a little wonky in this time period. You may feel a little off balance. It's totally possible that you especially have something to review and reassess. You know, there may be something where you felt like you were finished with it and then something pulls you back into it. So please do have your eyes out for that if you are ruled by Venus, if you are Taurus or Libra, Moon or Ascendant. To add to that, we are also entering this Kala Sarpa Yoga. It's a really karmic time. I mean, I really do feel that we're prone to having these powerful, influential karmic experiences when it comes to all of the things that Venus represents. So have that on your radar. This is a karmic time. This is a powerful time. This is an influential time. And I'm really interested to hear how it pans out for all of you and what goes on. But again, this Kala Sarpa Yoga, the Time Serpent Yoga, it's kind of like this karmic vortex where things really begin to shift and change. And relationships are such a huge part of our life. And so notice what comes up. Notice what changes. Notice what demands your attention. Because I certainly see this as being a time of 
karmic matters of big changes. So let's go ahead and talk about how this will influence each of the 12 signs, and then we will wrap up. So if you are an Aries moon or an Aries ascendant, in addition to everything that we've discussed on this podcast, Venus is in your 10th house, retrograding back to the 9th. So there could be something around your work, what brings you joy out of your work, how you make money through your career, and how you feel about it. Is it your dharma? Is it truly in alignment for you? If you are a Taurus moon or a Taurus ascendant, again, this is definitely going to impact you more than other people because it's your first house ruler. Venus will be retrograding in your ninth house back into the eighth. So there may be something around your dharma, around what it is that you're meant to complete in this life. Could have to do with distant travel. Um, it could definitely have to do with... Um, your spiritual beliefs and your values like we talked about and of course it's going back into the eighth so it could have to do with these eighth house matters of hidden feelings of repressed feelings of feelings that were long forgotten and of course they could be applicable to venus to what venus represents in terms of intimacy love and romance Things are, you're going to have to review some stuff. This is your first house ruler. It's going back into the eighth. Tons of change and transformation. If you are a Libra, excuse me, if you are a Gemini moon or a Gemini ascendant, Venus is retrograding in the eighth house back into the seventh house <laughs> of relationships. So in the eighth house for you, Gemini, there's a lot that you're working through. There's a lot of deep repressed things that are waiting for your attention this could certainly have to do with money and finances as well money through other people it could have to do with inheritance um but you know because venus is the karka of love and relationship as well eighth house is the house of hidden things of of death and rebirth of losses there could be some thoughts that kind of creep in from the past it's a really good time again to heal wounds of the past particularly through love and intimacy going back into the seventh house of relationships stays pretty consistent if you are a cancerian person cancer moon cancer rising venus of course is retrograding in your seventh house of relationships back into the sixth house so matters around love matters around relationships reviewing relationships it's all about relationships right now for cancer then it goes back into the sixth house which can certainly have an impact on health it can have an impact on fears or phobias can of course also have an impact on your home and friendships you may have to review something of course um, there may be a repair that you need to make that turns into like a redecoration it could also have to do with friends relationship with friendships and there may have been some controversy that you had in a friendship that doesn't feel completed and there may need to be some sort of completion okay so have that on your radar if you are a leo moon or a leo ascendant venus is retrograding in the sixth it will move into the fifth so in addition to all the other venus things we talked about right this, of course, may impact your health. There can definitely be some hiccups in relationship. There may be some issues here, some miscommunications. There can also be miscommunications with coworkers, colleagues, people at your work. There may be some things that you need to address. Moving back into the fifth house will impact children if you have children. And, of course, it can... Um, do a lot for creativity, reviving old creative ideas, going back to finish old creative projects. 
if you are a Virgo moon or a Virgo ascendant, Venus is retrograding in the fifth house, moving back into the fourth house. And so for you, with Venus being in the fifth, this may have a lot to do with creativity, resurrecting old creative projects that you had laid by the wayside. This definitely has to do with romance to an extent. I mean, all of us will be feeling the Venusian qualities of Venus retrograde. Um, but for you, in addition to that, it can impact the creativity resurrecting old creative projects and it could also have to do with romantic love affairs as well venus in the fourth there may be something around the home that requires money or spending it is a good time to reevaluate the money and spending so there may be some investment towards fixed assets if you are a libra moon or a libra ascendant remember that this is your first house ruler so this will definitely be impacting you the most in addition to all of the other Venusian things we talked about, Venus will be retrograding in your fourth house of your home, of your inner happiness, of fixed assets, of the relationship of your mother. So again, in addition to all of the other things that we discuss on this podcast, it could affect the relationship with your mother. There could be something deep-seated that comes up for repair here, um, offering harmony, offering diplomacy, the opportunity for harmony and diplomacy diplomacy there could also be some change around fixed assets if you are a scorpio moon or a scorpio ascendant venus will be retrograding in the third house back into the second house and so this is this is a really interesting time again for creativity for publication there may be something that you've published or your website or something on social media that you want to revise or renew or reestablish, kind of recreating it it is a good time to freshen any of that up um, but watch out for arguments over the internet arguments online there can definitely be miscommunications there can also be miscommunications with the partner and the younger siblings so Definitely watch out for that control issues around these areas. Venus is moving back into the second house. This is going to be of finances, of how you make money. It can also be around like your smaller assets. So it could be a time of getting rid of things you don't use anymore to create space for things that you find beautiful and valuable now. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius ascendant, Venus is retrograding in the second house, moving back into the first house. I keep saying this for all of the signs, but in addition to everything that we talked on this podcast, because Venus retrograde will impact us all similarly, but for you specifically, Venus retrograding in the second will definitely demand your attention when it comes to wealth, when it comes to debt, when it comes to making money. There may be something around finances that really requires your attention, requires you to be serious. Venus retrograding onto the ascendant, there may be some health stuff, be mindful of health stuff, but overall I think that it's a really positive opportunity. There may be someone from the past that comes back. You could be thinking about someone or something from the past, and there could also be something with friendships and connections that comes back as well. If you are a Capricorn moon or a Capricorn ascendant, Venus is a super powerful planet for you. Now it's going to be retrograding in your first. So in addition to everything that we talked about on this podcast, Venus retrograding on your ascendant may impact your work what you perceive as valuable in your work, how you want to present yourself in your work. This may be a time of like rebranding yourself, so to speak. This can also be a time of resurrecting old creative projects, 
things that fell to the wayside that you thought you were done with, they may come back. They may come creeping into your subconscious. There could also be thoughts of children that are coming up. Um, Venus retrograding into your 12th house. This is things from the past, right? Eighth house is things we stuff down the hole. Twelfth house is things that we kind of lose in our subconscious mind and then can reappear. And so there could be subconscious ideas that are creative, but it could also be subconscious memories of relationship. There could be something uh, from the past that creeps in for healing. So have that on your radar. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius ascendant, in addition to everything that we spoke about today, Venus is going to be retrograding in your 12th house. And the 12th house, again, is the house of subconscious thinking. It's the house where things kind of go into the mind and then we lose them. And then randomly in meditation or while we're taking a walk or whatever, they kind of pop back into our mind and our memory. So there's a connection here to the fourth house as well. So there could, and the ninth house. So there could be um, issues surrounding the mother or the father that come into the subconscious mind for healing. So I do want you to have that on your radar. Of course, it could also have to do with partnership. Things from the past creep back up. Things that you thought were finished. It could also be someone from the past. It could be someone in a foreign land. It could be something in a dream that comes up. Venus will be retrograding into the 11th house, and so there could be something with friends that comes up, opportunity to exercise harmony, exercise diplomacy, something from the past. If you are a Pisces moon or a Pisces ascendant, Venus is going to be retrograding in your 11th house back into your 10th house. And so remember, everything that we talked about on this podcast is applicable to everyone for Pisces specifically. Venus will be trans, uh, transiting the 11th house of friendship. So it could be that there is changes in the relationship. It could also be that you're interested in a friend or a friend comes back from the past or you meet someone through networking. Um, you meet someone through someone else. You know, it could also be like social media because we're kind of like meeting friends through friends in a sense. Um, Venus, of course, also rules the third house of social media. So there could be some connection that's made that way. And because Venus is in the 11th house, there could also be the opportunity to demonstrate harmony and diplomacy within your network circles and your friend groups. But have all this on your radar because Venus uh, retrograding in the 11th can certainly, um, again, bring people in. Venus moving back into your 10th house, this, of course, could be related to your career, some changes in the career, reevaluating your career. Are you creatively expressing yourself in your career? Do you feel um, that you can be diplomatic and harmonious within your job? So I hope, and you know, there may be some opportunity for change or um, more creativity in the work as well for Pisces. So I hope that that was helpful. This is still a half hour podcast. I was like, this is going to be a short podcast. Never is a short podcast. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it was supportive for you on your astrological journey. If you would like to email me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com to tell me all about your retrograde stories. You can schedule a reading at innerknowing.yoga. You can follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast podcast and I am looking forward to talking to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.